Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora, North Carolina, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. On last week, I talked about why Jesus came, and I want to continue that conversation this week looking at a familiar text. So please enjoy this episode entitled, Zoom Out. Zoom out. On the last episode, I talked about why Jesus came. And I talked about how many of us and many believers throughout time had had unrealistic expectations to what Christ was supposed to do when he came into the earth and when we started a relationship with him. And um, I wanted to continue that conversation by looking at John the Baptist a man that had proclaimed faith in Jesus Christ, but found himself in a situation he didn't expect, and he began to have some questions. So let's take a look at Matthew chapter 11, verses 1 through 5. And it reads, And it came to pass, when Jesus had made an end of commanding his twelve disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in the, in the prison of the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples, and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And so we know John the Baptist was a forerunner of the gospels. When he sees Jesus, he says, Behold the Son of Behold the Lamb of God that will take away the sins of the world. He baptizes, he baptizes Jesus. Alright? So and and when he was in his when John was in his mother's womb and Mary was pregnant with Jesus and she visited John's mother, John even leaped in the womb. So he understood who Christ was and he had proclaimed his faith in Jesus Christ. But he found himself in prison for doing the right thing. He spoke out against an unlawful marriage and found himself in prison. He would be later beheaded in that prison. And so when he found himself locked up in jail, when he found things not going the way he began to proclaim, there's an issue. He had proclaimed the liberty. You know what I'm saying? He had proclaimed the captives being set free, and he found himself in jail. So now he's questioning his own cousin, the son of the living God, that he declared, are you the one or should we look for another? And so John had the same issue that we have, have have at times, at least, okay, I'm going to say me, that I've had at times, that I find myself saying, hey, look, this, this don't seem right. This is not what I thought would happen. This is not what I perceived. This is not what I believe would happen with my relationship with Christ. I didn't think there would be some tough circumstances. I didn't think I'd find myself in unfavorable conditions. So what's going on? Is this truly the way? And so John finds himself here and he says, are you the one? He sends his disciples to say, are you the one or should we look for another? Look where he finds himself because he's missing the bigger picture. He's so focused on what what makes him makes him uncomfortable. He's so focused on what he don't like that he now begins to doubt. And that's the same exact thing that happens to me, and it may even happen to you. All right, you begin to look and be questioning and doubting 
Um, now things don't, my faith don't seem the same. All them things you wrote and all the promises you wrote down and all those things you declared was happening to you. You read it and you declared it. You spit around four times and you fasted four days about it and you, you wrote it on your refrigerator and you wrote it on your wall and you put it in your car and you put it on your mirror and you told everybody about it and you, you just was believing some things were going to happen that way. You were believing things were going to do this way. You were believing this is what God said. This is what he put in my heart. This is what's going to happen. Um, and then you'll take some scriptures and we and we tie those scriptures together. We make them scriptures, um, you know, but help us be full of faith because we're believing on this thing or believing it's going to be this way. And then we look up and it did not happen that way and we begin to doubt. And that's very tough and that happens a lot, especially when we come to an end of the year because you and I begin to look back at what happened this year and you start the year off with so much joy and so much hope and then things and so many plans and some of those things may not have happened. Some of them did happen. I don't know where you stand, but many times we start coming and saying, what happened? What did I do wrong? Is this the way that I do this right? And you you might want to miss a church service and you might want to miss a Bible study and you say, well, maybe I'm not going to read today or maybe I need to think different because you begin to doubt what you have really believed because things are not going your way. And so you have so much focus on your discomfort, so much focus on your discontentment, so much focus on your hurt so much focus on your pain that you're so zoomed in on that you're not seeing what's really happening because what you're missing is that all through the year and all your life god has been faithful to you even when you were unfaithful even when i was unfaithful he was faithful toward me i'm missing that that, that. i'm missing all the good things all the miracles all the signs all the wonders all the love all the grace all the prosperity all the provision all that god has done and is doing in my life because i'm so zoomed in on my situation but if you would just zoom out and see what's happening all around you, you will begin to give God praise because the word says, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy and do forever. You'll begin to give him praise because the word says, "Give thanks in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. God is good. God is kind. God is patient. He's ever doing so much for you. He is your shepherd that you shall not want. He is your God. He is your keeper. He is your shield. He is your buckler. He is your exceedingly and great reward. He is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is all that you need. And you got to zoom out and see what's happening. So John had lost focus because he was in that jail and he was missing that the blind had received their sight. That the lame were, were walking, that the lepers were being cleaned, that the deaf ears were being opened, that the dead were being resurrected, and the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ was being preached. There were great things happening all around John, but he missed it because he was saying, I'm unjustly in prison. You said you're going to set the captives free. I am captive. What's going on here? And he would begin to doubt. And that's the same thing you find yourself. You got life, you got breath in your body, you got life, you know what I'm saying? You got jobs, you got finance, you got provisions, you got friends, you got loved ones. You have the Lord Jesus. You have the gift of the Holy Spirit in you. You got the fruit of the Spirit. You got the power of God in you, that paraclete that walks beside you, that teach you the mind of God, that convicts the world of sin, that gives you the power to be his witness in all the earth. You got what you need. You got what you need. 
things are not what they're seeing. You're oppressed, but not crushed. You're persecuted, but not abandoned. You're cast down, but not destroyed. So some things are happening. There's some different things happening. There's some uncomfortable things happening, but God is sustaining you. God is keeping you strong. He is held. He's holding you in his right hand. He's holding you all together. You're in his arms. There's none that can pluck you out. There are good things happening. You just got to zoom out. There are good things happening. I just got to zoom out. Yeah, you may have suffered some loss. Yeah, you may have go through some hard times, but there are still good things happening all around you, and you just got to become conscious of the good things, conscious of his grace, conscious of your mercy. You got to learn to be content in whatever state you find yourself in, and that's going to take some maturity. You're going to have to wipe your weeping eyes. You're going to have to shore up yourself and say, I'm going to stand here because God is good. In the middle of a storm, you're going to have to declare, God, I know you love me. God, you're faithful. God, I praise you. God, I adore you because there are good things happening. Things may not be happening the way you thought. Things may happen the way you want, but there are good things happening. You and I just got to zoom out. Things are never as bad as they seem. Things are never as bad as they seem. They're tough. And it's disappointing and it's hurt, but it's not as bad as it seems. So you got to zoom out of your feelings, zoom out of your emotions, zoom out of where you are and see the bigger picture. You got to see what God is doing all around you. Trials will come, temptations will come, but you got to learn to count it all joy. You got to learn to have some joy and sorrow, some hope for tomorrow because Christ got up. He told you to come unto him. So cast your burdens. Give it to him. That's what you got to understand. Even though something's happened, you can just give it to God. You can just trust him because he can handle it. He can and he will work it out. All things are working for your good. All I can give you all those scriptures about everything that's happening, but I need you to zoom out, trust God, believe in him. Hold fast to confession of your faith. Declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living because great things are happening all around you. Don't be offended. <clears throat> Don't be offended. Don't be offended. Don't be angry. Don't be bitter. Don't doubt. Believe in faith that God is <clears throat> doing what he said, that God will do what he said. Don't lose faith. Look, we're not um, casting dispersion on John the Baptist because John the Baptist was a great man, but he found himself in a place where he was trying to figure some things out because life had got very uncomfortable for him. And so I want you to look at that and see that if it happened to him and it may be happening to you, it don't mean you're a sinner. It don't mean that you're wicked. It just means you got to show up your faith again, begin to zoom out and really see and become conscious of what God is doing in your life and doing in the world around you. I love you. God bless you. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you all the honor and we do give you all the praise for your goodness and mercy toward us. God, we want to thank you for everyone that is listening to this podcast or whatever listen to this podcast. We pray for your grace and your mercy that will surround them, Lord. We pray you will open up our eyes and open our hearts to be conscious of what you're doing in our life, God. We pray that we will zoom out of our feelings and zoom out of our hurt and pains, Father God, and focus on your goodness and focus on your grace and see what's really happening, God. See a greater picture, God. We pray you forgive us if we, we charge you foolishly, God. We pray you forgive us for any doubt in our heart. We pray you forgive us for any unbelief in our heart, God. And we pray that we are once again sure of our faith, believing in you no matter what we see because we're walking by faith and not by sight. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you all again for joining me on the Love Never Fail podcast. And I encourage you again to zoom out 
and see the bigger picture. God bless you. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus and the pardon of your sins and you want to be saved, just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and answering my prayer. If you pray that prayer, you're saved, and I encourage you to reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and find yourself a local body of believers that can help you and disciple you in righteousness. Have a good day. If you or a loved one needs to speak with a mental health professional, just dial 988 to speak with one.